Hi, I'm Dave. And I'm Paul. And we're going to challenge you to transform your financial future through the principles of the most profitable business in the world, banking. We believe everyone should be involved in two businesses, the business that you're in and the banking business. Everyday people can replicate what bankers have been doing for centuries to leverage capital and build wealth through private lending. Join us as we uncover the truths about money, expose lies and myths, and flip conventional financial advice on its head. Here we go. Paul, how's it going, man? Good. A little bit rushed today. Yeah. Yeah. You got home late. What, you missed the bus or something, huh? No, I didn't miss the bus. It's just, you know, it's it's just not reliable or as reliable as the uh, the metro schedule. Yeah, that metro schedule I love. It's like... You, yeah, it's pretty good. You miss push solid. time. You got to wait for the next one. Nobody's waiting for you. Yeah. And they... Well, anyway, you know, it's a government-run system, so it's... It's never going to be great, right? Wait, what? Imagine so it's that. not on time? Imagine that. So it's not efficient. Yeah. Well, thanks for sending me pictures from your bus ride. So Paul always snaps me <laughs> snaps me pictures of the uh, the interesting people on the bus. Oh, my God. Just incredible people. Yeah. People who are still living in a, a world that they, uh, that they wish it still was, apparently. I, did I tell you the story of the dude? He rides the bus, you know, it's like a 22-minute bus ride maybe from the Pentagon. Rides the bus all the way back, right? Gets off. And it's this is in the winter, so it was it was dark by the time we got home. It was, you know, 1745. That's 545 and, for non-military. Yeah, 545 rides. p.m. This guy takes the mask off as he gets off the bus, right? And then proceeds to run across two lanes of rush hour traffic on a, you know, it's and the speed limit there is 50. Stands yeah. in the median, which is like three feet wide, and waits for the other, you know, and he's there, like, we ended up walking across almost with him after we waited for like, you know, a minute or something. Yeah. For the, the crossing symbol or whatever. So well, I, I was like, it just proves, like, this guy is... I thought you were going to say he pull his mask off and lit a cigarette. How often do you see that? Or pull their mask off to, to stuff a, a candy bar in their mouth? Or No, it was just for me, like the risk factor. Like, yeah. what are you more worried about? Some... Fresh air? I'll get into it, but... Or, or, or getting traffic. hit by some Northern Virginia crazy driver, because these people drive like... They're awful. Yeah, and they're, they're on their phones people. while they're driving, and it's nighttime. Oh, no doubt. Yeah. They're all like this. Yeah. Yeah, so you, anyway, it's just it was just... It was very ironic to me or something. It's just funny. Yeah, it is. But, uh, well, Darwinism will, will will sort those people out eventually. Yeah, cheers to that. <laughs> All right, man. Well, let's get started. So we, um, we're going to take a page from one of the books, literally here, uh, The Case for IBC. So if you got your Case for IBC book, Paul's holding it up, uh, go ahead and pull it out, turn to page 16. And we're going to start there. We're going to cover a few pages in this book. So this is a book that, uh, it, this is the one I sent you. I didn't send you Becoming Your Own Banker. No, I sent yeah, you, this you one. sent me, this was my first book on on IBC that I read. Yeah, right. So, and this one, I highly recommend, I think we both do for business owner types, real estate investors, um, people with that entrepreneurial mind, because it's really written to the business owner, I feel. Yes, I, I agree with that. And yeah. it's... You know, and it's and it's 2018. It's um, it's it's an easy read. It's short. You know, it's 126 pages or something. Yeah, 
132 yeah. or something. And yeah, it, well, it's it, with their bios and stuff, but it's, uh, yeah, it's yeah. about a hundred and 123 pages of actual content. Right. And it covers a lot of FAQs. So frequently asked questions that, yeah. you know, they've gotten over the last 18 years and threw those in there. And I think they're, they're great. It's, it's a great read and it's probably it, it, for some people, some people like it a lot better than becoming your own banker. I'd say read both. Yes. I, I read, I read Nelson's book second and it was, um, yeah, I mean, just just as you know, very complimentary to to each other. I think. Yeah, but this one is, you know, Nelson did have a hand in this one, but it was also written by Carlos Laura, who is a a business consultant, and Robert Murphy, PhD, who is an Austrian economist. Um, neither of those latter two are licensed in insurance; they're just big believers. Right. And and uh, Carlos is still on the board of directors for NNI. So that's right. Yeah, great. Well. So what we want to talk about, I'm going to, we're going to change the title of that page. Um, Paul, if let's brainstorm here and anybody who's listening, you know, brainstorm with us, just start thinking of if you could design the perfect financial product, what would some of those attributes be? What would it look like to you? So yeah. what's, what's, what, what's the first thing you might say? High rate of return. Okay. Right. That's what we're all after, right? Like it's all you ever hear about is what kind of return I can get or whatever. Uh, no discussion of finance or banking, but yeah, I want a high rate of return on the 10% of the money I'm actually investing or saving. Okay. And that high rate of return, I think we could, you know, some people want that right now, but if you're thinking retirement, you want really, when do you want that high rate of return? You want it to be a high rate of return all those years from now when you retire. Like that's when it matters. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, you want, you know, uh, every single year without interruption, theoretically, you would like a high rate of return. Right. Well, and we're talking about the perfect financial product. So I want consistent rate of return. I want consistent positive rate of return. So every year I want it to, to continue doing better um, and consistently. I think that's reasonable. Yeah. So far, this thing sounds amazing. It sounds good. And what I want, what we want people to do is when you're listening along, keep playing along with us and list these things in your mind too. Maybe we'll cover them all. Maybe we won't. Maybe you have some that we didn't think of or the book didn't think of. Um, but then also think about where can you get this type of financial product? Um, has it ever been offered to you? So what's, an, what's the next one you would want? Yeah. Um, well, I don't like to lose, you know, preservation of capital is important to me. So I want it to be safe. Okay. That makes sense. What, what good is a, a financial product if you're going to lose money with it? And of course, I think it's important to maybe touch upon. I didn't always think like that. I always thought one of the first things your financial advisor asks you is, you know, what is your risk, risk tolerance? And you had to fill out, answer this question. I remember, remember that answering these questions and you're, well, you're moderately aggressive. And I was like, yeah. I remember, I remember filling that out in my early twenties and, and I came out to like very low risk and the guy, yeah. the financial planner looked at me and he's like, well, you're pretty young. So you're probably more like moderate risk. Right. And kind of pushed me to moderate risk. And I was like, uh, sure. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Yep. And all they did folks with, with that survey was send it back to the home office who spit out some, you know, 
captive, generic, one-size-fits-all portfolio of mutual funds, by the way, one of the, my opinion, and opinion of a few books back there, one of the worst products you could put your money in. But anyway, this is not financial advice or anything, but they're terrible. But it was printed out in a very nicely bound package. Bound and colorful and graphs. uh, Like really heavy paper. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Some nice paper. Some really high-end. I felt good leaving the office and placing that on my bookshelf. and like, I've got a financial plan. I feel good. Right. It's got your name on it. Yeah. Embossed. Yeah, it was beautiful. Oh, gosh. I wonder if you still have those. I know, right? I I might have one in a box somewhere in the the basement. Um, Just keep it for... Yeah, I don't know. It would be funny to go back and look at it and actually maybe cover it in an episode. Like, this is what I was being told. Anyway, so yeah, um, so safe. Safe. Conservative. Yep, that makes sense. I want a perfect financial product in my mind is liquid. So I can actually access that money if I need it for an emergency uh, or if I need it for an opportunity. So I want to be, I, I want it to be liquid. Yeah, so there's emergencies, there's opportunities. Gosh, is there anything else? Uh, Not really, right? I don't know. I I, I think that's the two categories. It's either an emergency. And guess what? Both of those things are going to happen in your life. No Guaranteed you're going to have an emergency. Yeah. And, you know, in other words, you want the, you know, for whatever you want. When you either need or want something. And you get it right away. It's not fill it. I don't want to have to fill out mountains of paperwork. I don't want to have to plan my taxes around accessing it. Okay. Yeah. Like I don't. Ooh, I don't want I like to have that. to talk to my CPA when I access this money. That's right. Get those. Well, at age seventy-two and and beyond, you're going to have to, <laughs> if you qualified plan people, because you have to take that income. Yeah. Whether you. Want it or need it or not. Well, Paul, there's Roth. Yeah, yeah, I got it. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Our listeners aren't, I mean, you know, the the people that consistently listen obviously know that we know that information already. So we don't really try to say it. But for for the haters, if there's any haters out there, then yes, I I know that. They're not listening. We did get one one one-star review some time ago, and I haven't seen another one since, but I haven't checked recently. Hey, how about just an in-show plug? If you haven't given us a review, please do. Five stars. Yeah, Just go, go click it right now. Uh, not while you're driving, especially if you're in Virginia. There might be idiots crossing the street right now. That's uh, right. All right. What's the next one? What else would you want? I want it to be guaranteed. Um, and I'd say, you know, what does that mean? Well, I want the value. I want the value to be guaranteed in some way. Okay. Um, whether that's through a collateralized instrument, perhaps, but guaranteed to never lose value. How about that? That makes sense to me. All right. I want it to be tax-free. I think Ooh. some people might might be thinking tax-advantaged. Like, I want it to be tax-advantaged. We want you to think like, no, in the perfect world, what would it be? It'd be tax-free, of course, you know? With the perfect yeah. vehicle. So all yep. of my earnings, I want to be able to access those earnings tax-free. So IRS, stay out of my life. Stay out of this money's life for the rest of my life. Agreed. All right. Let's what next? See. Uh, that And I tell you, I remember reading this book 
back then, 2018. And just being like, you know, certain parts of it being very angry because I didn't know about this. And then hearing my wife say, oh, yeah, someone told me about those types of policies like a long time ago. And, <laughs> and I was like, of course, you dug deeply into it, didn't you? She's going to love this. But yeah, yeah she doesn't anyway. listen anyway, right? She does. She's does a, she? Good for her. Yeah. She, Hi, Tammy. Episode. Yeah, she listens and learns. Uh so yeah, she's a she's a listener. That's awesome. Um, this is important, and this is ignored by people. Oh, you get an average of twelve percent in the market volatility. Right. I don't want it to be volatile because I want to know next year what I'm going to have access to. I want the, I want to know the year after. I want to know fifteen years from now what I'm going to have. I want to yep. know tomorrow what I'm going to have. I know I'm going to have more money tomorrow than I do today because. It increases in value every day without interruption. So I'd like to I'd like to know that because that's predictability, right? You can't, like you said, you can't. It's tough, you know. And a lot of people are running into running into this as they retire from the army, start their second career, or maybe they retire because they're seventy years old or sixty five or whatever, and they're they have this sequence of return. Now the market's down. Now I can't touch that money because it's less valuable. It has gone down twenty percent or thirty percent or whatever. So I don't want to have to deal with that because that sounds miserable. Yeah, And it's going to delay, perhaps, my getting to do what I want when I want to do it. So so you're saying when you combine guarantees and, and no market volatility, you're saying you want to be able to look like 10 years from now down the road and know for, for certain that you're going to have a, a certain amount of death benefit. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, a certain amount of capital available. Um, you want to know for certain that it's going to be more than what it is today, right? Then you can actually plan. You can do some planning. Yeah. I mean, you know, we've been programmed to think that that's not possible. You know, if you if you walked into your, you know, meeting with your financial guy and say, hey, what's this going to be worth in five years? How much am I going to be able to take out? Well, based on historical numbers, you know, could be there. You know, they have no idea. Right. Yep. And most of them know very little about economics or the business cycle or any of that stuff. And most, and you say most now, like there's yeah. exceptions to every rule. Just yep. like I'm painting with a very broad brush as right. usual. I mean, there are, there's some pretty solid financial planners out there who actually use IBC, who use infinite banking yep. um, as, as part of the portfolio for their clients to make sure that they have some guarantees and they have access to capital when they need it. Yep. As always, take my comments with a grain of salt. If it applies to you, wonderful. If it yeah. doesn't, don't worry about it. I'm but not we talking can, about yeah. you. We can, we can say the same for life insurance agents, right? Or other nope. people oh. can say the same. For, for sure. sure. Yeah. For sure. The yes. Um, but not IBC people. Correct. Yep. I would agree with that. Um, all right. So I want um I want this perfect financial product to create an income for me at some point down the road, especially when I need it in those passive income years, when I'm not no longer actively working for my money, I want my assets to provide my income. I want this product to provide income for me and that not be taxed reasonable. on it, right? We already said that no sounds, taxes. So income, that's right. tax-free income. That's what I want. Yeah. And the future value of that, when you look at Again, Bloomberg was on in the gym, and I'm looking at it, and 
there's this talking head who's some hedge fund guy and he's supposedly really smart. I'm sure he is. Uh, talking about the Fed is not your friend was the headline. I was like, my goodness, you think? <laughs> you know, yeah. uh, just funny. Yeah. But yeah, that sounds that sounds reasonable. And those products that are talked about on that channel aren't going to, they're not providing that. There's no predictability on what taxes are going to be. How much is that going to eat into what you've accumulated? Great, you accumulated 5 million bucks. What tax bracket are you going to find yourself in? Right. How are, they, how are we Who paying knows? for all this This 33 trillion or whatever the hell the national debt is now? How are, we, yeah. how are we paying for that? Where's that money coming from? I guess we'll just keep printing to pay for it. I, I don't know. Yeah. Well, it, it's not going anywhere. Um, pretty sure but about increasing that. Increasing tax rates. You know, you listen to a guy like Senator from Vermont. He's always talking about that. Now they have oh, the you mean the, the, tax. the senator from Vermont who owns multiple houses? Yeah, of and course. also claims to be a socialist. Rules for thee, not for me. Yeah, but the talk of, you know, originally when the income tax came out, it was it was only for you know some top tier people, and then it's of course spread to you know at least at least half of employed people nowadays. Um, same thing with this like billionaire tax they're talking about, and then it'll soon become the millionaire tax or ten millionaire ten million dollar tax or whatever. Um, that's yep. that's how it goes, right? Toughest thing to kill is a government program. Ronald Reagan, thank you. And, uh, you know, anyway, they're going to have to pay for it somehow. And they're going to come after it. Yeah. Every time you say a quote, it makes me think of Michael Scott. You're like, toughest thing to kill is a government program. Ronald Reagan, Paul Fouchere. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like I'm quoting somebody else, <laughs> right. but it's my quote now. <laughs> it's mine. But yeah. you do give credit, so good on you. Yep, of course. Um, so I think the next, the next attribute I like is I'm protected from, uh, from, from creditors, uh, or, or even maybe lawsuits. Maybe I'm a real estate guy and I put my capital here. I want to be protected from those things. So I want creditor, I want asset protection for, okay. for this capital that I'm putting in, into this thing. Okay. Um, yeah, I would agree. So yeah, because it's a litigation happy world. So anything, hmm. I mean, anybody could sue you for anything. Um, so yeah, having that cash somewhere where it's protected and they can't get to it, uh, even bankruptcy. Yeah, and there's a there's a I won't say it's a good story, but it's because it's involved around Enron, and I think it was was it Kenneth Lay was the name back then when Enron oh, yeah. tanked. Yep. Well, he had some life insurance, and uh, you can Google this story or whatever and, and how that all went down. But, um, you know, anyway, the, the whole point is it provided protection for for his family on, on the back end of all that. You know, it was a complete debacle, obviously. It was terrible. Yeah. But um, but the guy had some, some good advisors, and he, he listened to them. Yeah. And he also had some bad advisors, and he listened to them, too. Yeah. And there's probably, there's obviously better examples than that, right? Yeah. Um, you know, some of the agents that I've had um, that have been in the industry a long time that have had clients pass, they've seen, they've seen the family get the benefit. They've seen that transaction occur multiple times in their careers. So, yeah. um, you know, there's, the, there's those stories as well. Cool. Okay. How about, um, I, I don't know that there's much that can do this at all right now, but inflation protection. You know, in a world of 2% inflation, like the Fed strives for, 
um, you know, I would want something that's that increases, you know, above and beyond inflation, uh, especially later in life when I'm actually pulling that money out to use as an income. Yeah, yeah, no question. And traditionally, this product has done that. Um, obviously, in the last, we've had a well, we're acute not we're not even talking inflation. about a real product yet, right? This is a fictional, perfect financial product where I it think is, people know where just, we're going with it, but yeah. Well, if they've listened, maybe if, yeah. Well, the, of course the listeners know, but new listeners don't. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I, I agree with you. So the next attribute, right? Uh, Control, right? That's big on this podcast too, folks. We talk about control a lot and how we have, we have ceded control, a lot of us, most of our lives to, uh, to the banks, finance companies, whatever, somebody else. We have ceded control of our, of our wealth, of our capital, uh, to our detriment most, most of the time, right? Yeah. Uh, ask anyone in, you know, that lost their house during Katrina that rushed to pay that house off and then it was destroyed. Oh, that wasn't a good idea, was it? Anyway, so I'm a big fan of keeping money liquid and available. And so I can control it. Yeah, control is huge. I mean, I, I know for a fact we talk about it each and every episode. We at least mention control. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. That's that, part of that, our that, sign-off. Yeah, that's what I was alluding to. <laughs> yeah, I think some listeners caught on before you did with that one. Well, I had to look at the screen. I was like, oh, yeah, we say that every yeah. time. <laughs> every time. Nah, I got gotcha. you. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, I would want this to be transferable. So I would want to be able to say, I don't want, maybe I want to gift this asset to somebody else um, or uh, give up, maybe give up control to somebody else as a, as a benefit to them. Maybe I don't need it anymore. I don't want it. Maybe I built it in the first place in order to hand off to somebody down the road to benefit them. Um, So I want it to be easy to transfer ownership and all of the benefits that come with that. That sounds reasonable. I don't want anybody to tell me, you know, uh, put up a fight or or anything like that. You know, I want to be able. To, goes back to control. I want to control every aspect of it that I possibly can. I like this. I like this next one. And there's some there's some bad info out there where people try to say, "Hey, this is super complicated. Oh my goodness, whatever, whatever." I want it easy to easy to manage. I want it to be simple, right? Yep. So anybody can do it. I can teach my 10-year-old, I don't have a 10-year-old anymore, 11-year-old how to do it, how to control it, how to manage it, how it works. Paul likes simple. Mongo likes candy. <laughs> Mongo likes candy. <laughs> Mongo just pawn in Game of Life. <laughs> uh so I actually, I was last Saturday. I was planning on watching that movie with my my boys and and my stepson because none of them have seen it. Um, well, there so you go. I mean, yeah, we we ended up watching Lone Survivor instead. Oh, uh, which is fa- I don't think I'd seen that before. It's pretty phenomenal. Yeah, it's pretty pretty dramatic. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, pretty dramatic. Really good. So, uh, other right. than 
Mark Wahlberg is like five foot eight. In, I know, and he's playing uh, a six five. He's he's six foot ceiling. five in real yeah. life. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even realize Mark Luttrell was in that movie until I, I watched it. I was like, he that's is, actually he's him. At the table, and he says uh, he he's says, in a couple different scenes. Yeah, yeah, he says something too. Yeah, yeah, and he uh, he's a twin as well, identical twin. Yeah, his brother is a congressman, congressman. in Texas. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yep. Yep. So yep, pretty good cool. People. Very good people. All right. Here's here's a big one. I don't want any hidden fees. I don't want any penalties. I don't want any of the 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 fine print that's going to hit me every time I go transact or want to take some of my my money or, or or do anything to it. I don't want any of that. How about that? That sounds great. You know, some people I've 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 read this and I've heard this from people recently. And again, you know, everyone's doing their best. People hand off financial control to an expert uh, so they can focus on whatever they're doing. And some of these people are getting caught by surprise when they have a 401k or an IRA or something in the traditional realm. And they, they're like, what do you mean I can't touch this till I'm 59 and a half? That's almost, that makes me think of like, that's a hidden fee. Like, oh, you, you might be able to if you don't work for this company anymore, but oh, you're going to pay tax on it. And oh, by the way. Yeah. You owe us another 10% penalty to get to your money because you're violating some mysterious, you know, IRS rule or whatever. Right. But, uh, anyway, that you didn't really agree to. You just, it, it's just there. <laughs> Do you talk so. to people who, who are unaware that they can't access it until 59 and a half? Yeah. I have come across it. Wow. And they had no, they had no idea. Uh, you know, it doesn't happen very often, but you see it out there and you and it's not surprising. I guess not. I guess I take it for granted because we talk to most people we talk to who come to us are they're they're pretty smart. They've done their research, they they've done their homework, and and they're they're pretty well educated in in these kind of matters. Yep. Um, but yeah, most I guess are you're right. yeah, most are actually just like I felt about about my stuff, and I've talked about it is uh, you know all the money I have in the military's four hundred one cases from the thrift savings plan and can't get to it. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of like when you discover all that. It's like going through the what? Are, how many stages? The the seven stages of grief, or the five stages of grief, or whatever. <laughs> you're like angry, then you're you know you're in denial, like all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's uh, and now it's just I've I've let it go. You know, it's kind of water under the bridge at this point. Now it's just annoying sometimes when I'm like, man, I wish I had that. Yeah, it's a lost opportunity cost from years ago that you can't do anything. Right. about to affect that but you can going forward right and but but it's huge too right when i when we look at the opportunities we have now boy especially about that meeting we're gonna have tonight like yeah you know yeah. i could mostly fund that thing yeah for uh, for us you know well like uh, sounds good bring it on yeah yeah so there's <laughs> a lot yeah, imagine how many more opportunities you'd be able to fund right had you been doing this since you were 22 Right. No. Yeah. Unknown right. amount. Unknown. It's it's really incalculable. So next next thing, I want something that's reputable, that has uh, a great track record of never failing, of always being there. Um, you know, it gets back to those guarantees, the un- interruption of growth of capital. I want. I want. I want that. So that I want a good reputation. And that goes to 
um, the custodial person is, or people as well, like who is managing this mysterious asset for me. I want that to be that that reputation means is is paramount. It's huge. Yeah, absolutely. So something preferably that's been around for a long time and has been yeah. a, a pillar of the financial industry for a very long time and continues yeah. to be. Yep. Not just not a pillar. I don't know. In my opinion, the foundation. So yeah. on which yeah, on which foundation. the pillars stand. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then finally, uh, there's there may be some more that we haven't thought about. If there are, go ahead and send them in. Email them to us. But uh, I want it to be private. Man, in this world, more and more privacy, anonymity is highly valuable because they're so yes. it's so rare. It's like it's like a precious stone. It's so rare that I I value privacy big time. Um, so I, I want it to be private, not just from the general public, but hey, how about from the IRS? If it's non-taxable, if if I don't ever have to pay tax on any earnings on that that I access, then it's private to the IRS. So privacy all the, all the way around. I love it. Unlike a you know laptop that shows up in a pawn shop, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Is that a, a personal story? No. Personal to somebody relatively <laughs> famous. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm a little <laughs> slow to the game on that one. I got gotcha. you. I got you. Maybe now. a child down south. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're not making any of the family photos. I noticed. <laughs> <laughs> Poor kid. Uh, uh. Well, so that's it. So, man, those are some pretty great attributes for the perfect financial product. So at this point, I'm sure everybody's just hanging on the edge of their seat. Like, what is this mythical financial product? Um, so, Paul, why don't you just go ahead and let the cat out of the bag? Yeah, it's dividend-paying whole life insurance, sometimes called participating whole life insurance. There it you has go. Every single one of those attributes. Uh, obviously, that's for our listeners. That's not a shock. But if you're a new listener or don't own this product and you can't see it work, can't see the mechanics, don't understand how it's designed, don't understand how it actually works, your knowledge is just based off somebody else's misunderstanding, which is extremely dangerous way to make a you know misinformed decision. Um, you know, pick up that book. I think this is a great read. Like I said, this is. Uh, a very simple book. I've, I've got great feedback from from all the books, but particularly this one, just mm -hmm. very simple, simply laid out and easy to understand. So, you know, there's um, there's one big advantage and and attribute to this product that we didn't even touch on at all. That's how about if I die or when I die is more accurate. Um, I want my family to receive. Five, 10, 20, 100 times more than I ever put into this thing. How about that? How many other financial products would give you that? Yeah, and I wanted to bypass probate too. Bypass probate. I don't want any taxes on that going to my family. Will you do that for me? So at you know, go talk to any anybody in the world, see if they'll give you all of these. The only company that will say yes is a dividend paying, participating whole life insurance company, mutual company. That's right. Yep. So great, great product. Unfortunately, misunderstood by ninety nine point nine percent of you, and only not you, our listeners, but not, yeah, you, not the our general listeners, public. 
Yeah. Or though, if you're a listener that hasn't uh, contacted us yet, had a, you know, please do. If you're a listener and you already own the product, buy more. If you've if not listened from us, for, from somebody else. Yeah. If you've listened to our podcast for how many do we have? 60. This will be number 65, I believe. If you've listened for 65 episodes and still don't have a whole life policy, what's wrong with you? You're just never going to do it. I'd say go find a different podcast to listen to because you're just not going to do it. Well, if they're, kinda, if they're watching on YouTube, they just like your hair. They they dislike or they just like? No, they like it. Yeah, they, they like, like it, your yeah. hair. Okay. Very I nice would ag- hair. I would agree. Thank you. I got to get a haircut. I got drilled this weekend, so got to take the sides down a little bit. Unfortunately, Hannah hates it. Every time I get a haircut, she just she never says anything about my haircut. She just has this look of disappointment. <laughs> and I'm like, hey, did you see I got a haircut? She's like, yeah, I saw. So, yeah, she's not a fan of the military cut. But I don't know, neither am I. It's the price me. of freedom. It's the price of freedom, baby. Sorry. Man's got to do what a man's got to do. <laughs> right <laughs> yeah all right um yeah i think that wraps it up if you don't have that book go get it uh and of course read uh, becoming your own banker as well yeah, so there's no substitute for it correct absolutely well, all right uh that'll wrap it up man we got to get ready for our meeting this evening yeah i'm gonna go get some chow i know you need to eat because you're only yeah. 100 and whatever i weigh more than you somehow now <laughs> there's no way you weigh more are you soaking wet no, I do. I'm like 170. You haven't seen me since uh You've been bulking up? You start eating again? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That was that was the cut phase. Now we're in the oh. gain phase. So, yeah. As long as the fat stays off the face and the weight's gained el- elsewhere, that's the goal. That's why dudes are always growing those giant beards, because they have to co- cover up their double chins with it. Yeah, because their jawline disappears, so might as well add a beard to it. <laughs> <laughs> if that's you, we're sorry. We're not talking directly about you. Yeah. All right. Well, that'll wrap it up. So until next time, control your capital. Or somebody else will. Hey, thanks for listening, everybody. If you'd like to have a conversation with us to see how you can become your own banker, or if you have any questions or topics you'd like us to tackle on a future episode, please send us an email to David and Paul at the ibcguys.com. And subscribe and leave us a review if you're on Apple. Follow and leave us a five-star review if you're on Spotify. And please share this with your friends. We'll see you next week.